have such a miss every time anyone tells me that they're listening I just have this like panic attack because I like can't listen to my voice and then I'm like oh my god what did we said but um also because we overshare like, I know I've, so many, I've, I've literally <laughs> messaged Jordan being like oh I just realized I said all this stuff that I actually am not allowed to say mm. so could you please edit that out even though we've already released it because at the time I was like yeah that's <laughs> no, fine and then, like, a couple days later I'm like that is not fine oh no that's awful why did I think that was my information I know so I'm gonna try and um, make like a maybe we should make like a one pager or something where it's like links to like the best episodes oh yeah um, true. yeah I think that would be good because then, we could then put that it means on. that someone will have to like listen, listen. to the episode <laughs> Who's going to do that? We'll have to get some um, fan to Hey, do every it. now and then, every now and oh, actually, yeah, getting a fan to do that would be good. But every now and then I do listen to half of an episode on like a walk or something. And every really? now and then I'm That's like, cute. every now and then I'm like, this is good. This is a good episode. And every now and then I'm like, shut the fuck up on it. <laughs> anyway, should we get into it? Yeah. Do you have yeah. the synopsis yeah. up? Yes, Amazing. I've got two screens going at the moment. Oh, wow. Oh Fancy. <laughs> Hi, welcome to Sex and the Sex in the Sex. This is a Sex and the City podcast. My name's Anna Wolf. I am an actor and comedian, and I have seen all the episodes. Why do you guys all laugh when I say I'm an actor and comedian? It sounds oh, yeah. like a BBC. <laughs> <laughs> I think no. this is my issue when I'm a couple of drinks in because I feel like I definitely try and seem more sober, and I just turn into a... <laughs> yeah. like this is a Sex and the City podcast, oh, and, <laughs> and welcome. <laughs> And back to the shipping news. <laughs> and you're like, I am an accurate actor and comedian. <laughs> Your turn, Irvi. You go. Okay. Um, hi, my name's Irvi. And- <laughs> no, I'm joking. <laughs> so you go. <laughs> and I've also watched every episode of Sex and the City. Um, so what's up with that? <laughs> <laughs> What's up with that? (laughs) My name is Jordan. I'm an actor and comedian, and kind of like (laughs) yeah. I need to see a show real first before I believe you. (laughs) Yeah. Well, you'll never see that. Um, I uh, I'm I I'm just watching it now for the first time. For the first Mm -hmm. time. And then I accidentally sent a spoiler. I keep just like spoiling everything. Um, so I sent a spoiler in our group chat earlier this week yeah i'm I'm getting a lot of spoilers all around the place because when people talk about sex in the city because of this podcast like we've unpacked every element of it that i'm like yeah and this and this and did you know this and did you know this and then they're like yeah and this happened in the second movie and i'm like what (laughs) no i've only seen up to season five (laughs) they're like well why are you talking about it to be fair it's not really a spoiler anymore i mean it's no jordan but like you know you can't blame people but i feel like there's like there's cert- there's bi- like big spoilers that I know, and then there's other ones that I still don't know. Yeah. Like I I've told you guys I, I've said this on the podcast before, but I told you guys that like in Paris, this the the guide was like, and this of course is the famous uh, bridge in Paris where Carrie and I walked away, ears hands over my ears, and went la 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 la. Oh my god! When were you in Walking Paris? Away. In like 2019. Oh, this is how long it's been. <laughs> I was like, well, do I even know you then? Maybe, yeah, I must have. Yes, Evie, definitely. 
definitely the first Sorry. episode we did was like right before I left. Yeah, I think we had already started the what podcast. What the fuck? Did you go to um, Europe? Yeah, I went to Europe. Oh my god. Yeah, okay, wow. Well, I didn't stop don't talking know. about it. Oh, it's fine. It's fine. It's not. Okay. Um, but I like I know that something big happens in Paris, and people bring up Paris a lot to do with Sex in the City, and I. Um, don't mm. I know nothing about it? So that's like that's, that's a, I'm less concerned. I'm more so the stuff that I'm concerned. Sorry, we'll get into the episode, but I'm just spoilers wise. The stuff that I'm like concerned about is the stuff that happens in like the series and also the first film, second film, and uh, and so it is are uh, are not canon for me. Jordan, I haven't seen the second mm. film of Sex in the City because this is going to be so much fun. <laughs> I can't wait to watch it with uh, all of you because oh, I, I've seen everything. Yeah, well, I didn't watch it. I didn't watch it because I heard how bad it was and I didn't <laughs> want it to ruin everything for me, but I can't wait. But, I, yeah. but that, then I've seen um, Just Like That, so already. Do you call it So It Is before? Is that, was that oh, sorry. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> so It Is and Just Like That. I, in my head, I was like, maybe that's the name of the second movie. I don't know. <laughs> so It Is, Just Like That. Just Like That. This is it. <laughs> Anyway, um, anyway, <laughs> this episode was good though. I love this episode, and so does KGF Visses, our friend. Can't wait. Can't okay, wait you guys ready for the yes. big gold summary? Yes. Yeah. All right, let's do it. So we are on episode three of season five, and it's called "Luck Be an Old Lady." All right. Beautiful. This is a summary. Carrie is bored, as if there was no entertainment anywhere in New York. So she insists on celebrating Charlotte's no thirty. Tame. No one he's to so, tame. He's literally so fucking rude. He's so rude. There was no. Sorry, that was my mumbling. Um, no, was that it? There was no, no entertainment. Anyway. Oh yeah, that was your mumbling. <laughs> Fair enough. All good. So she insists on celebrating Charlotte's thirty-sixth birthday together. Samantha had promised Richard to join him to Atlantic City, but when she tells him, he invites the whole court. Can you guys hear my housemate speaking? Yes. Okay, yes, I can hear housemate speaking, but I liked it. Oh, no, I'm going to be in trouble. One sec. I'm going to pause it. Are you going to yell at him? Yes, we had a tiff on um, Friday. I was just being really rude to him on Friday, so that was a nice. Um, <laughs> what did you do? Because this is my housemate, Spencer, who I do like a lot, but um, every time I walk into a room, he's, like, really scared. He's always like, ah, ah, and it's just, like, annoying because it's like I'll just be there I'll just like fully just be in the room and he just walks in and screams and it's just like can you not like I'll just like be feeling good about myself finally like after like getting ready he just like screams all the time and it's like this is your hearing not me my presence so I was like trying to explain this on stage no one got it and then I was like Spencer back me up like, like right and then he was like trying to tell me it didn't make sense when he got off stage I'm like I can't deal with this and oh my god also because you dress oh, like me. the girl from the ring all the time at your house so you and my hair is always on my face and I'm yeah. just like and you're always like seven days <laughs> oh it's just naked no um it's just, yeah it's annoying anyway um so okay so samantha had promised richard to join him to atlantic city but when she tells him he invites the whole quartet to the taj mahal casino miranda and carrie who came to get her miss his private jet because steve is really afraid to take care of brady for more also, than two hours wait that's not what happened um uh richard invited the girls to come with samantha she didn't yeah. force him yeah no, exactly like overheard invited so yeah. this is kgf being a little cunt this is KGF again. putting his <laughs> KGF lens on everything. Yeah. <laughs> um, so Magda offers to help. 
once there, Charlotte lives it up and Miranda switches between gambling and getting ready for bed. <laughs> oh my god, Miranda. But Samantha can't handle the fact Richard seems to know all female staff intimately. Mm-hmm. Is that it? <laughs> yeah, that's it. That's it. That's a wrap-up. Um, There's more wow. things happen to that. What about Charlotte's plotline? What the What fuck? a horrific wrap-up of It's just of the Charlotte scene. lives it up. And also we just don't get any of Carrie's um, storyline, but that's fine. He can't deal with existential stuff. He just has to deal with um, the facts, which aren't even full. And he can't deal with subtext or like female friendship, which I think is like a huge (laughs) aspect of this Mm. episode. He's in it for the sex and the city, (laughs) not the women. (laughs) Um, Yeah. So so what were your themes this week, you guys? Mm, I had a couple. Um, do you guys want to go first? No, <laughs> no you go. You go, Evie. Um, okay, mine wasn't that much of a theme so much as just um, a casino story that I have. that <laughs> um, ties in, sort of. Um, also how people tie, it's like funny with like gambling and um, and I guess just like buying stuff and tying it to like luck and spiritual shit as well sometimes, I feel. Oh. Um, no, that works well with my, my theme was just like, yeah. uh, well, yeah, it was definitely gambling and gambling in life rather than mm-hmm. actual gambling. Mm-hmm. Um, and also trying to ring a friendship group together to do something and all of your friends being at different stages of life mm-hmm. and how that kind of works. Yeah, and- I related to Carrie so hard in um, that this moment. This was really hard. It's like yeah. calling people like, okay, well, if you leave at 4 p.m. on a Friday and then we do it. And everyone's like, it's too hard. And I'm like, well, I feel like psycho now. Yes, totally. I totally get that. That's actually a really good one to talk about. I also had the one of um, the, uh, just a statement that um, we should be allowed to. All right, Jordan just got a drink of beer. Just got uh, (laughs) a a can of beer. I'm not going to edit this out. So that's what that noise was. It was the door open. Kayla was um, naked from the bottom down. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you couldn't see it. It's just so funny. That's no, dangerous. There's a mirror yeah. right behind you. I know. So. I know that I was laughing. Oh, um, sorry. Yes, go on. Um, just how we should be allowed to repeat our birthdays because of um, because of COVID. Yeah. What are you doing, Jordan? I painted my nails. Oh, oh I thought no, you were trying no. to open the bottle open the top. can, so she was opening it with her mouth, but it looked like she was trying to push instead of like lifting up the uh the little mechanism that opens the can it was like she was trying to push with her teeth yeah i thought you were trying to like bite open the can yeah. like, i was gonna out. i was using my bottom teeth because yeah, they're I'm a lot sure they've got a lot more toughness to them than it's their like upsetting me mine yeah. are weak as shit are you kidding me my top teeth are so much stronger than my bottom my bottom is strong but only because i broke the like retainer thing that was at the back of my teeth after i had braces and now oh, they're yeah. all crowded so they're in the prime <gasps> position of strength <laughs> and whenever i look at a fucking tiktok that i've done i just see my bottom teeth and i feel my parents rage at me like spending all this money on braces and not I'm not having uh, yeah not having their straight teeth that's like so the, funny the pretty woman i should be i'm disgusting all oh my, my bottom teeth go in different directions same <laughs> they're all weird <laughs> Um, Anna, I used your tooth story as like a backstory thing for my character in the play that I'm doing because we did character hot seat, <laughs> which I struggle with. Um, anyway, but they were like, they were like, what's a family, like, what's a childhood memory? I was like, oh, when I chipped my tooth and I thought that would be like the end of it. And they were like, how? And I told your hockey story, Anna. Mm-hmm. 
uh, thing coming through. Because I, I want to, like, I want to hear it. I want to hear your version of my hockey story. Um, that but I made it basketball, and that I slammed into the ground, and my tooth was coming through my bottom skin area under my lip, and I had a crush on my coach, mm, and that God, I, so I was like, and, and, and my coach was like. <laughs> It's not so bad. It's not so bad. And then I pulled my hand away and she was like, oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) Did that happen to you? Yeah, yeah. I was playing hockey and uh, it was mixed hockey in Canberra. Like it was like a school trip. And I was so fearless in hockey all the time. Like I would just run up to someone as soon as they were about to hit the ball. Mm. Um, Because I also heard that it was like the least, like you're least likely to get hurt if you're really close to someone when they're about to hit because you're not in that kind of like one meter distance where they would smack you in the face. Um, But I didn't make it. And this dude just fucking either in the backswing or the, the forswing just hit me directly into Oof. my bottom Oof. teeth and my tooth broke and went through my face and I had braces uh. so it didn't just like braces saved my teeth because it meant that not all of them just shattered but it meant that my tooth was like connected to the brace and like went through my my mouth like it was like a dagger where you pierced your mouth yeah like, yeah below yeah. below where like above my chin and like below my lip what the hell where my, where my pimple is yeah I oh. got a scar um so my tooth broke and went through my face and uh and then yeah and i had this really hot hockey coach who'd probably only graduated i was like 14 he was probably on 19 really broad shoulders and um oh god he was so fucking hot anyway and then he came over like just you know move away move away your hand like let's just have a seat because i was blood gushing Mm -hmm. and i i moved my hand away and he was like oh my god oh Oh, jesus um yeah so then i had emergency room and they stitch it up and then for the rest of the hockey trip i just masturbated thinking about my coach and um <laughs> like and I, I got to have a bath as well because i couldn't have a shower because i had stitches so i used to just masturbate with the uh, fucking bath so tap funny. there and i also got to rub sunscreen on his back which i feel like now wasn't appropriate yeah. but, um, <laughs> he's like oh, you at the time god wow it was so hot uh, and that's the girl that fucked Usain Bolt's brother, Jordan, from our... Ah! Oh. Yeah, we don't need to say her name. She was my love <laughs> buddy. Oh, sorry. <laughs> uh, anyway. Can you just put, like, a beep over that? I'll like... try. I'll try. I'll go this week. Um, yeah. Um, I... Yeah, great. Cool. Um, right. Yeah, what was your theme? Um, yeah, my theme was, it just was mainly to do with Samantha's storyline and just, um, like how much, how much pain is it worth <laughs> the mm. thing? Cause I, yeah. Cause I mean, like we can come back to this, but just watching her these last few episodes, the first few episodes of this season has just not been, it's not the Samantha. No. She's not living the life she deserves to she's live. She's downtrodden. Yeah, love it though. Exactly. I absolutely love seeing Samantha vulnerable. I've really been enjoying it. Really? I, I think it's not like the real, like it's not the vulnerability that I want to see from her though. Do you know what I mean? Like it's just kind of oh, like. Yeah, you don't like want it. It's negative, but yeah. you wanna, sometimes you want to see. It is fun. Know, someone you love or whatever be in a position where they're not in control you know what yeah I mean? it's yeah. good to mix it up yeah I was just proud like, of her. yeah me too I was really this episode good good job samantha yeah but i yeah i gotta disagree with kgf about forcing her 
because because he was gonna they were gonna go to atlantic city together and richard was like well why don't you bring your friends and they can come on the jet with me what i loved in that moment was carrie going yes <laughs> on the other line oh yeah absolutely that would have been me too just be like yeah yeah, yeah. That's oh, i actually i wrote that down i was like oh my god if any of my friends end up being with someone who's like really fucking rich and mm. and like means that we can get you know i wouldn't take a private jet or whatever but like getting on a private jet to go somewhere and it's all like paid for oh, how amazing would that be seriously that would be so cool yeah for sure and i think what where does this episode start off i can't even remember so it, I starts think it, was with, just it starts with carrie having a blind date she's waiting for a blind oh yeah date. and she stood up yeah which which by the way all of the men that she was like hopeful for looked disgusting to me yeah and mm. I also felt like the man that she was not the dude that she was like, oh, I hope it's not that guy. He looks like a Fitzroy boy. You know what yeah, I mean? Like, like he had like totally. slicked back hair, a fucking earring, a classic kind of patterned uh, uh, shirt, like yes. short shirt. And I was like, this is someone that, you know, people would be thirsting over. I just thought that was a very funny. And then totally. she was interested in like the stockbroker dude who looked fucking disgusting. And then for me, I'm like, that's a red flag. Time yes. changed totally yeah i think um yeah because we've seen carrie in the last couple of episodes starting off in this like trying to be single in manhattan um thing and that's why that whole i think yeah i really relate to your theme honor of the trying to make friends like especially especially at this time in our lives when like people like having kids and then doing grown-up shit too it's just hard to make everyone hang out how are you guys feeling with your friendship groups yeah, I'm feeling fine, but I think I'm very lucky with my friendship groups where we're all in similar positions. Mm. I do think that there's going to be a big shift soon, especially with some of my friends who are getting like more full-time jobs, more kind of career, getting more into their careers and maybe probably being the brokest I've ever been at the moment yeah. where it's like, I definitely feel like a shift in that. And, uh, but you know, it's not, it's not bad. It's not necessarily, you know, it's not anything bad. It's just interesting knowing that I'm sure that that rift's going to happen and already has happened with a couple of my friends who have had kids. And also if there's like an age gap, like I know my mm. friend Harriet has um, two kids now and she's amazing, but I, I definitely feel like we're different. Well, we, we've always been, but especially now in different stages of our lives. And it's difficult to kind of prioritizing those friendships because you're like, oh, I don't know, like totally you've got this thing. And, uh, but, you know, Carrie, I like how forceful Carrie was in terms of making this, happen this uh celebration totally. of charlotte's 36th birthday that she didn't want to celebrate i just liked how it was like a realistic um it was like a change because i think the first few episodes um because yeah like big life stuff happening and then like people having like busyness with jobs and stuff it's like you know when you're like younger and you're like literally i used to use my home phone like 24 7 and it was just like <laughs> dial up like versus home phone it was just like any little thing that happened it's like oh my god you won't believe it and it's just like you can just spend yeah. so much time just like constantly on the phone or messaging and it's just like more and more as you get older it's like just doesn't happen as much and not and just because like you know i'm guilty of that it's not like i'm just like sending out i'm just on my phone and be yeah. like guys can anyone pick up but um but That's yeah me, Evie. i'm always Literally. like I, I i'll call like four different people in a row being like please someone talk to me and <laughs> yeah. um and then i'll get like an hour later four different people will try and like call me back and i'll be like oh i'm fine now Actually, yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah sorry yeah i know i'm like so angry when my sister doesn't pick up the phone i'm like what would you be doing <laughs> um, 
but it's yeah I think and the lot and the first few episodes there it's just like oh it must be nice just like living like two seconds away from all your friends and you just drop in and you just like hang out all the time um even though you're like in your mid-30s but this one it was good to kind of see them address that like it can be loneliness and friendship as well totally but it, yeah and also just like the fact that I mean Miranda wasn't even the hardest to hustle but like mm. just like you're dealing with like it was kind of interesting like they were dealing with Charlotte's like ego they were dealing with um Samantha being in relationship. like a relationship mm. and then Miranda having a kid it was kind of like <laughs> yeah. three big tears yeah um, yeah I really yeah I did really I did really feel for Charlotte in this episode not not too much like I didn't have crazy pathos for her but just mm. in that moment of when she was like this isn't where I thought my life would be at 36 I was like no that that sucks for you Charlotte because you're mm. someone who like out of all like four of the girls you're someone who probably had you know the five-year plan and everything like that yeah. maybe Car- I don't yeah I don't know if Carrie did but like she probably had like a career type one but yeah it was um I did I genuinely when she was like I'm gonna do 35 again I was like fuck yeah babe, yeah do same. It, whatever also and I, I think we like, should be allowed to look younger than me yeah I know, I know. <laughs> I know. and also we, I feel like we should be allowed to do that because of COVID it's like I don't believe that I'm 30 now absolutely almost, um, you know absolutely. we lost like two years of our lives I like know. our kind of like mid to late 20s it was uh, that's something I think I've been grappling with like now I think but at the time I was like oh whatever it's fine but now I'm Mm -hmm. like oh that was like you know 26 to 28 Mm. where I just couldn't do anything so like and that's like some you know it's like a big time frame in your 20s like that's like especially in your kind of mid to late 20s where you're like oh I'm still in my 20s I'm still like you know, going out or, or doing these things or totally. kind of discovering stuff, but I'm actually not able to do that. I think that's kind of fucked. I but I also loved, um, I love that, I love the dichotomy, I don't know if that's the right word, but between like Samantha and Carrie's relationship with um, what Charlotte, like Charlotte's idea of like being 35 again, like Carrie, and also this is what I loved about this episode too was like Carrie's opinion was very much like, no, like, you know, you're 36 and we need to celebrate. And same with Miranda being like, mm. you have to be 36, own your age, own all this stuff. Like, mm. and, and it, I definitely felt like it was coming from a place of their own insecurity. Yeah. Where it's like, actually, no, Charlotte can just, um, I mean, fair enough as well. Like I understood where they were coming from. Like, but Charlotte can just, you know, lie about her age. That's completely fine. It's actually <laughs> yeah. nothing to do with you. But then it does have something to do with them because it reflects on like, them yeah. and themselves and yeah. what they should be worrying about but then I love Samantha who's you know probably five years older than all of them at least being like oh like no yeah I lie about your age like what are we talking yeah, about Billy. I can do it like and I what love- does she say she's like that's the smartest thing you've ever said <laughs> yeah yeah so good like I, I think it was nice to see those two different things because at first I was like shut the fuck up Carrie I was like let Charlotte just have a little crisis that's fine yeah Whatever. we're probably all gonna have it but I also understood where she was coming from in terms of being like especially Miranda and Carrie being like no like we turn 36 you've got to turn 36 just fucking do it don't like deal with your like sexist ageist shit but then Samantha being like no fucking lie about your age like yeah we're all you know women having to like live in this world where age matters and it like mm. puts time frames on things mm. and stuff like that it was just interesting do you guys yeah. ever feel like you'll lie about your age? Um, I keep lying and like rounding up. Like I've just been telling you right I'm 30, but I'm like th- turning 30 in January, but it's just like, 
um i don't know why but i'm sure one day it'll get to a point that you'll but i feel like hopefully by the time we get to like 40 or something we're not like needing to be like i'm actually 39 or whatever um i think it's i don't feel the pressure to lie about it now but um i I don't judge if you did lie i just wouldn't tell anyone i just i'm at the point now where i'm like i'm just not gonna tell you my age although i have i don't know how to fucking change this but i have my the year that I was born in my email account because when I was like 18 and made my like Gmail account that wasn't my Hotmail account and was like official, I was like, it'll be more official if I put like my fucking 93 in my, (laughs) yeah, literally. So now everybody's going to know, but I I don't, it's not a case of me caring about how old I am, but knowing how it's that thing. It's like exactly what you're saying Mm. on her of just being like, I don't necessarily care about getting older. Mm. Um, but other people do. Yeah, but the, and there's a lot that excites me about it. But the the fucking emphasis that we put on each, I get so fucking frustrated with like people that I know like freaking. <laughs> it's not frustration, but I'm like, sometimes when people freak out about like turning thirty or entering their thirties, mm. wigs me out. Not in a way that I'm like, ew, get over yourself. But the stuff that they are saying, I'm like there's nothing holding you back from doing this stuff. Like they're like, Oh, you can't be like an idiot. You can't like travel. You can't do this. I'm like, yes, you can. can. Like, what are you like? I don't know. There's something about that that I'm like, you can still, I don't like, I I just feel like, and it's like literally like day to day, like weekend activities. They're saying they can't do anymore. And I'm like, my my annoyance that comes from that is I'm like, you're contributing to ageism. Like that's what like worrying about this makes me worry about it, which makes everyone else think that it's true. You know what I mean? And I think, as you know a woman in the industries that we do it's something that always kind of comes up for me in terms of especially because I you know like can look young in some situations and look like a mm-hmm. old woman in other situations mm-hmm. like I think I've got this like weird um like possessed doll look about me where it's like uh if um yeah for instance like if I didn't tell anyone my age it's up to them to make an assumption by like my vibe or whatever. And then that should be taken at face value because it's like, well, that's what you assumed I am. So I am that to you. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. totally. But then once we kind of declare age, it, it puts limits on things. And I think that's what's frustrating by other people freaking out because I'm like, if everyone just chills the fuck out, then we, we don't actually need to worry out. about yes. this. Do you guys feel that? with? Com- I feel like in comedy, the if I say my age, I don't feel old. But if I say like how long I've been doing it, if I just get like really weirdly, like I'm just like, actually it's like, it's because it sounds like fucking forever. If I'm like, oh, I started in 20, like end of 2015. That means it's been like seven years. And I'm like, there's no way. If I like think about like seven years, it just sounds like such a long time that I'm like, actually it's kind of more like five because like we lost two and like um it does, yeah. doesn't really fully count and um for no, some no, reason no. that fully weirds me out and I would definitely lie about that but um no totally but, time, like, time yeah. matters the, the annoying thing uh, so I think for acting age does matter and I think that's mm. really irritating um but I think and like in terms of like you know everyone talks about like emerging artists emerging actors know, emerging yeah. kind of stuff and it's like what the fuck does that mean so that's where it's irritating. But with comedy, I think, yeah, definitely the t- the length of time you've been doing it um, mm. means a lot for people. They're like, well, after five years, you know, you should be good. But then after 10 years, you're a master. And it's like, yeah. well, that's not true in any other really? way. Like, why are we no. saying that? Like, and that's it takes, bullshit. It takes 10 years to be good. It takes yeah, 10 years to be good. That's what I'm telling myself as well. But, it, yeah. but even that I think is bullshit because I'm like, no, it doesn't. Mm. Like, it takes, it takes, uh, as long how, as it takes it, it takes as long as it takes <laughs> like it's yeah. not 10 years there's no 
answer. But then we're giving, because the thing is, we give these things to ourselves um, initially before we've been doing comedy for 10 years as a sense of like, oh, I can relax. It's, it takes yeah. until we're good. But then when it, once it is 10 years and you're not where you're supposed to be or you're not at that level that you want to be, you're like, well, what the fuck? It's supposed to have only taken 10 years. But I'm like, no, someone just fucking said that. Yeah, someone yeah, just yeah. said that and that's what you know, matters. So again, it's that sense of like us worrying about these mm. things. And when someone puts restrictions on the stuff, it makes us feel restricted, which is the annoying thing about it. Yeah, but, totally. Um, but also I... there's got to be like, you've got to embrace certain things. Like, you know, you, you do have to embrace being like, oh, I'm this age and I'm doing this and I've been doing this for whatever. And it's only now, like, that's great. Cause it's like empowering for so many people who are in the same position, but it's also annoying to have to talk about it at all it's like why can't yeah. I work or why can't your assumption of me be what mm. I am worth rather well you know not in a negative thing. why is it even in the equation yeah exactly well. literally um, yeah. uh and the other um thing that I think about which kind of is probably why I'm like a bit because most of my friends who are saying this shit aren't doing the stuff that we're doing they have mm. um regular jobs uh well like good jobs um mm. and i wonder if it's also because i'm like no like 30s and 40s is when i'm gonna fucking hit my stride like yeah, like do you know totally. what i mean like I'm, that's when stuff like starts to like totally that's when you're really like settling into your like or, or like you know i was like there's no there, there's no age limit doesn't matter like there's no real like um uh, there obviously is like i'm not an idiot i know that like <laughs> yeah. it's like it doesn't matter like we're not immune to the world that we live in. But I think that also because I'm like most of the people that I look up to didn't fucking hit their stride until like long, long into their careers, long mm. into that. And I also think it's because I'm someone who bases life off career milestones rather than life, life milestones. milestones. Yeah, totally. So that's different for me. So I'm not like worried about making a family. I'm not worried about owning a house and stuff like that. I'm more concerned about like mm. career stuff and um yeah. not dying it's yeah. annoying. well I, again and that's whenever I have freakouts about the stuff I literally go back to my philosophy which is the only reason why I ever want to be on philosophy is just, <laughs> well, my philosophy is YOLO, YOLO. literally <laughs> like it's what I do tell myself every now and then I'm like oh well you only live once and it's one of those things where I'm like well we're all gonna die so who the fuck cares like totally as, like as long as I'm not destitute which you know I'm probably in a privileged position where I don't think I'll ever be destitute because I've got you know brothers and sisters whose house I could stay at and then I could start working at you know a hospital job or whatever and like make some money and blah 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 like I think totally. I'll like, be oh, like you know that's the position I'm in right now so I think, you know, why not take the fucking risks? And, mm. you know, if, mm. you know, stuff fucks up, who cares? You're going to die. Like it's a, <laughs> yeah, you're like, yeah, exactly. And I think that it's like, we're always going to look not to get into this, but we're always like going to look back on our lives. Like if we're on our deathbeds and we'll always be like, well, we fucking gave it a go. How many I know, people? that's what I always tell myself yeah. when I'm like on a plane and it's like turbulence. I'm just like, well, you had a good life. Like, I'm like, literally, I'm just like, I'm actually, because I was um, listening to this podcast today about like how to like spark joy in your life. And, <laughs> and 
I feel lucky that it's like, cause they're like, you know, like if you go to work every day, like hating your life and blah, blah, blah. And it's like, actually it's like freaking awesome that we don't have to do that. Like, yeah. We have like other problems, but like, it's actually great to be like, I actually gave everything a go. All the other stuff that like, did, maybe whatever, you don't feel like you've done enough. That's not because you didn't try. It's just because like other shit happened or whatever at this stage anyway. So that's, um, yeah, I just feel really privileged to at least like love our jobs and be happy and get to do fun shit all the time. So yeah. Um, and do and do stuff that a lot of people would never do and like we talk about like Jordan and I talk about this a lot where like (laughs) you know for like uh uh bachelorette parties and stuff like that people get really dressed up and have photos or like do a photo or like even weddings being like I can have a photo like there's so many more aspects to it that matter to them because they're like because they haven't had that experience before like photo shoots getting dressed up having everyone totally Um, you know, and, and obviously <laughs> like our daily lives, you know, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I mean, like, you know, it's nice to be like, oh, I just organize my own photo shoots for my fo- for yeah, my uh, yes. fucking Melbourne International Comedy Festival poster every year, where Pat and I do the campest like vanity fair photo shoots we can fucking totally, do. Totally, totally. Um, it's you, you know, forget all the fun, and like, that's why I like almost cried in, at Splendor when I um, was like just spent. But so it was I don't remember who it was. It was some person on stage being like maybe we maybe be rich with like laughter and like rich in it's like when you look at like culturally how rich we are okay this is like of like three red wines deep but like i feel like <laughs> there's like it's like a real wealth in like in terms of like fun shit that you get to do in your life and like um not that many people have that so at least we're rich in that way Fuckers. yeah like i feel so privileged that i get to you know show my tits and bush on stage and like <laughs> yeah. and, it, and everyone laughs like in a nice way totally. so it's nice most people I, have to wait to their bachelorettes to do that i know no. Now what? That's that does remind me of a porno I was watching, which is like a bachelor party where they accidentally get a female stripper, and then the girl and the female stripper starts start having sex. And everyone I've seen can, that one. Oh yeah, and everyone, <laughs> can you guys send me the link? I'll send you the link. Yeah, and everyone else is kind of like, what is it was that? so funny though, because this is sometimes with pornos, I'm like, I want to say this because like the background acting is amazing. I know, and some of the like other stuff is just so funny. But yeah, I remember them, and they're all just sitting on their like chair. Watching, like, like, like and they're like fully getting into it, and the whole time they're still like, mm, I don't know. And then, like, 40 minutes in or whatever, because it's long as well. They start long. like they start masturbating, but even then, I'm like, you know, you're not into you're it. Not into <laughs> just the uh, the brides into this and the stripper. Yeah. Fun yeah. situation. I love situational porn, just like I love situational comedy. It's like That's my so favorite funny. thing. It's <laughs> so good. I love that one. Oh, so yeah. no, I fucking love porn sometimes. I mean, yeah. like, you guys, this is so good. It's um, good stuff. It's good shit. I um, just like on like milestones and stuff like that. Watching when they got on the bus and they were talking mm-hmm. about those old ladies all together. I am really excited for like that part of my life because I feel like um, there'll be like a period where like people are having babies and like freaking mm-hmm. out about that, and then we're all gonna come back together and then we'll be on the bus doing something. Like I am excited, totally. but and I feel like um yeah i i want to do that thing where you're like there's like five or six old people like living in a house or like you go to i don't know like 
I'm like, something. You want to yeah. be in an old folks home, Jordan? Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Well, yeah. I'm like, well, our old folks homes, like the prisons that we make them. Can I, I like, need to reframe old folks homes True. because like right now I'm like, that could be mm. sick. I mean, like you don't have to go there only when you're fucking like on your last legs. Like you can go there. Yeah. Like you still go to Jigen. I guess that's a retirement village. I guess that's what that is. Mm. But they're so expensive. I don't know. I was just like a share house in my seventies. Hell yeah. That would be fun. And then you just like, imagine just like not having the pressure of like having to do shit. It would just be like, yeah. oh, like we, you've done it all. So now you can just relax and like And someone fun. will be on the NDIS so you could get like a cleaner in to come help out. Like you get a couple fridges That'd in there. Like so it doesn't good. have to be like a proper share house. Like you yeah. can make it like a nice share house. Just anyway, like hang out. I don't think this is actually going to happen, but it's something fun to think about. Yeah. yeah. This is why I don't want to die too young because I'm just like, ugh, I'm not an old, fun old stuff, you know? Yeah, like aging can be, like aging is painful, but it can be sick. We just gotta. Yeah, make... and also it's painful, but you can get on like good opioids and then you're too old. Who cares if you get addicted? You're old, so just getting <laughs> yeah. off the fucking codeine. Exactly. I just don't know what the, like, there still does seem to be, like when she's like, um, so the whole, you know, the, the whole premise of the episode is like, you don't want to be an old maid. Like you don't want to be like the leftovers that people don't want anymore. And I'm like, Surely, but then today on the news there was like articles about how like most, it's like the divorce rates have like really spiked in Australia because people are just realizing they'd rather be alone than like with an annoying partner. Um, and there's yeah. now this whole like booming industry of divorce coaches and they're like people that are just, that just like help you through this divorce. And it's just like this one woman's face being like, I felt supported every step of the way. And um, <laughs> she's just, this is like a whole thing now. So I'm like, we, I, but I still feel really strongly that where there is still that conception of like you don't want to be the leftover one and like if you're still like dating someone by the time you're like 30 you should just like marry them because you know who else are you going to get and that kind of just like where is that coming from it's like still really pervasive but then it's like why don't we have more good news stories of like old people who don't have relationships kids and relationships and shit yeah it's interesting i mean like as in romantic relationships it's interesting because like um (coughs) i've never been in a relationship that like I didn't want to be in like in terms of like Mm. even like in my relationship now you know with Alex and stuff like that I still want to be in that relationship so I think it's a interesting thing when I hear about people who are like yeah 30 or anyone at any stage who will get into relationship that who will get into a relationship they don't want to be of course Mm. you know like you know, with my first boyfriend, we'll definitely, I was definitely, oh no, I still wanted to be in that relationship, mm-hmm. but I'm sure there was a point in that relationship which it shouldn't have continued. But I think like that is such a weird thing. Like I'd much rather be a fucking alone than getting into a relationship that I For the sake of it. didn't want to yeah. be in. Like it's, it's, yeah. a, I mean, unless I was financially fucked, you know what I mean? But like, yeah. and in that case, then I just get a fucking another job and make money to, Mm. yeah so I think it's a it's interesting because you see yeah you see aspects of this episode where you like you know those old the old folks that are on the um the pier or whatever and they're Mm. so in love Mm. and that's so beautiful yeah such a beautiful scene and such a positive aspect of you know two old people like feeling like they have a companionship which is I Mm. think really important but also like the other side of that is if you're with someone who literally fucking hated hated at that stage in your life, which, you know, I feel like we've seen from a lot of our grandparents who've like yes. not wanted to be there, like, I hope she dies or whatever. Like, yeah. 
I don't want to be in the same old folks home as him or whatever. Like, yeah, the other side of that. So it's just, I don't know. It's just, My- just a weird weird thing i just feel Mm. sorry for people who don't have friends who are alone i think that's the i think that's like the loneliness thing as well it's like you want to have just like a strong you just want to have like different groups of friends or like just different friends even my only note from that time was like carrie's doing like the full like clown look like just sitting on that freaking like pr and then she like turns around and she's got like the biggest raccoon eyes and her hair is just like a fro basically and it's just just like she's like and she's got that blue blue eyeshadow stuff going on it's just like babe chill the fuck out like carrie's looks in this episode her just it was it was her eye makeup was sometimes i was like carrie you look crazy she (laughs) looks crazy and then like the nerve of that like fat guy to just be like the hot one and it's just like what the hell like charlotte that's what i'm like yeah it's just like iconic that i love that fucking whole scene when I loved that when they were in at the table and Charlotte was in the old maid outfit. Oh my god! Yes. And uh, the guys were like, "No, get the hot one to blow on the dice or whatever the fuck it was." (laughs) It was so good. And also, I loved it because Carrie fucking loved it. I know. know. She's just like, oh, she didn't pull back at all. Of course not. You know why? Because Charlotte is the hot one. Like in that friendship, in terms of generically a very attractive. Charlotte is a fucking hot one. Totally. And how good would you feel like for your ego for someone to be like, <laughs> no, not the regular hot one. That's it, like the hot one in the, the kooky clown one. You, the kooky clown. <laughs> I fucking love you. Like Jeez. that. I love your Evanescence eyeliner. And also, it was great because <laughs> yeah. you could see you could see Charlotte's reaction to that too, which was like she's like oh. so shocked because yeah, yeah. Charlotte's hot. I loved it. That's something oh. that I feel like that's I feel like I would relate to Carrie in that situation. Totally. Even though it would be so uncomfortable and so like awful or whatever, but your ego would be fucking through the roof. And like yes. also I I was watching this with Alex and he was like, Oh my god, that guy gives mad Tony Soprano vibes. Yeah. Um, when he's yes. like, Here, have this thousand dollars. You deserve it. Like blah 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 blah. And he's kind of power. And I just wrote down, Is he hot? <laughs> <laughs> There's, a, there's something about his confidence. I thought the funniest bits, um, oh, my God. So, obviously, like, the bit where um, he's like, hey, Red, move your fat ass. And not that guy, that like, gross one. And then um, yeah. and then they all have, like, their showdown. And then Carrie's like, it. what's your excuse? You having triplets? And it was Carrie's just Carrie's first punchline. That was, Carrie's like, go first girl. And still it pissed me off, though, because I was like, it could have just ended with Samantha, whatever. No, because I think Samantha was like, what's your excuse? Yeah, and then yeah. Char- and then Carrie was like, you're having triplets yeah and then everyone applauded but i was like it could have just ended with that what's your excuse and yeah. then everyone applauds samantha because oh that bit was a, She's like a queen. beautiful i fucking love that bit so much totally and i yeah. love the fact that um I, I wrote down like diet culture within this because yeah miranda being so like hiding her body uh, after she had a baby wearing that long cardigan yeah which is so sad and also it's one of those things too where i'm like in terms of your body or whatever, hiding things doesn't help. Like, not not that I need to go into this, but I'm like, but I'm like, Miranda, like, what hiding, are you saying? No, I'm just like, don't hide your body. One, I loved how big uh, Miranda's jugs have been this entire time. Yes. Like, obviously, like, yeah. giving her a massive bra or massive, massive padding. Is she actually pregnant in this? Do you reckon? I don't know. I haven't looked it up or anything. Yeah, but, but I just felt sure. like they just gave her a big bra, essentially. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think you're right. But I um yeah I just loved 
I love all that kind of and, and and her being like, oh no, I need to lose weight and all this kind of stuff. And everyone's like, no, you just had a baby. And just that whole like 90s diet culture of being like, mm. no, you're it's not only... always like this. Yeah, but yeah, which is so fucked. But also I know. but also it was such a beautiful friendship moment of like people standing up for their friends. Totally. I, I also loved um made me laugh when Miranda opens the door when Carrie first comes together and she's like no, I can't be separated from the baby. And then she's like, just kidding. Get me the fuck out of here. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here, bitch. I hate it. That's what I um, always hope my friends with babies say, but they never do. No, they, absolutely. <laughs> they just care about their children. Yeah. I've got a fun fact for you guys. Sarah mm-hmm. Jessica Parker and Cynthia Nixon are pregnant in season five. Oh. Sarah Jessica Parker had a baby? I thought she had sorry. Oh, yeah. she's No, she's got – she must have had one because she's got one that's like 17 and then she has another one that's like 10. Oh my god, oh, I have no I know idea. they got a surrogate for one of them. Maybe it was the second one. Yeah. I, oh, I don't know. It says pregnant? I am That's DB. concerning because she's like pretty much an like, no. <laughs> might have been, might have been <laughs> early <laughs> on. <laughs> oh, no, she's, um, she's like abs and uh... But Cynthia Nixon was pregnant during season four. Oh, oh, so okay. maybe she had just had a baby. That's cute. Yeah, which is mm. like, well well, it says she's pregnant during season five, so maybe she was the start of the pregnancy in season four and then the tail end of it in season five. Hmm. Um, anyway, uh, but I also was like, it's so funny how like looking back at movies like early 2000s and TV shows and stuff like that when like having a big butt was like something to be worried about. And oh my like, God, and everyone used to be like, does my butt look big in this? Yes, <laughs> and like it just kind of goes to show like how the much shifts, like. The shifts of things. Yeah. Like totally. that's, I, I generally feel so lucky to have had my mum growing up in terms of my body and stuff because she was always been like, oh, Anna, because I had like a, you know, a big butt and also like because of hockey, I think it uh, gave me like a like big muscular butt from squatting all the time. And even one time I remember like my friend Maddie's dad talked about hockey and thunder thighs or something and I was oh, like oh Jesus what's that Christ. and I was I was like you know and I was like seven or eight or something so then I like talked to my mom about it and she's like no don't worry about that that's just all bullshit cool. and yeah, um yes. but also it was nice because she was like oh you've got such a good butt you can like really fill out jeans that's amazing Aww, like, kind of that's so was good. during this time where it was like heroin chic but I feel like my yeah. mom's always been like she's been like really on the like the front foot of shit like she's always been mm. like don't over pluck your eyebrows because she did and she was like, <laughs> no, you've got a great butt. It feels like jeans. Like, you're amazing. Like, that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah, but also, yeah. like, still relatively honest about my body, too, in terms of being like, oh, you have, like, sticky-out ribs like me. It's a syndrome or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> like, like teaching me to know my body, like, being like, you're short-waisted, like, in between your hips and your, your ribs and this, nothing. Like, this is what you can do about it. Yeah, just, like, knowing yeah. about my body but not, none of it being, like, negative. I mean, it should still be like, oh. You know, you got my jeans, my short waisted jeans, you know, and <laughs> it looks amazing, but you've got a great butt. Like, I don't know. She, my mom just objectifies me. Like, it's just very, yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, but it's, uh, yeah, the whole big butt thing is, is so weird in this kind of like diet culture. Of yeah. But we do see um, Charlotte and her transformation and her crises during this episode, which mm. I fucking love it yeah oh my god when she as soon as they were like okay so like she catches herself she gets this old maid card (laughs) from samantha which i was like was it samantha no miranda miranda and i was like oh babe i was like don't give that to her i was like it is funny but like not today (laughs) do you know what i mean you know when you're like no don't do that it's uh, it's funny but no um 
and then um charlotte is catches herself in the mirror wearing like a little bonnet you know that's shower. like what i look like every day it's, it's like same, same. <laughs> and she's just like literally out of the shower she looks moisturized she looks fresh mm. anyway but um she's disgusting and she decides to like then we just see her be like have a determined look on her face or whatever I don't, or maybe she looks sad i can't remember but like she's like angry with herself yeah yeah yeah, yeah. She she's like herself. i can be hot yeah <laughs> and the girls are downstairs waiting for her and they're talking and about I, all these like because samantha is just fucked the shit out of richard yeah i love as well i love samantha being so insecure by everyone <laughs> no that made people. me cringe oh i know but i that. loved it i loved it because i just think she's it's so, so tired little, so <laughs> tired the, that bit's funny but when it's like when she like kneels down for the blowjob i'm like babe just like you don't have to do this i but know she, but she, she knows does she feels, i like when she's like frantically running for the lifts and stuff oh so when funny. she's running upstairs because she's like yeah. you're gonna fuck that girl anyway but yeah, yeah uh samantha comes down and then she's like yeah this you know i just fucked richard for three hours because there's all these like big titty bimbos around yeah and, and then charlotte uh, rocks up yeah. <laughs> and she's like oh she looks so great and she's she looks wearing... so good i want that outfit okay i want to do like a birthday party that's like that theme yeah, Sex and City, Atlanta yeah. City. Sex and City, Atlanta oh, yeah. City. That could yeah. be my 30th um, birthday. Please. That could be a fitting birthday um, thing, like trying to just be like your trashy young self. I literally. I'll be bo- <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, but that, yeah, that dress when she, I was like, as soon as they were like, I was like, um, I. I just also knew I was like Charlotte's gonna make herself look like hot also, and young, and her hair too. You, have, you haven't seen this episode before, Jordan. I just no. remembered, and that's so amazing. So yeah, what were your thoughts in this? I, I was just like uh, when she saw herself as like an old maid. I just knew that there was like no way she was gonna like let that happen. Do you know yes. what I mean? I was like, but I yeah. And then when they were all downstairs and Charlotte wasn't there yet, I was like, oh, she's gonna look amazing. It's gonna be like a she's all that reveal. Yeah, she like came out and she was just like looked like her normal self but she had like the like cute like hair which is great she looked amazing but she also i felt like at the time they were like trying to be like let's make her look younger we'll put her hot pink we'll do her hair like this but i actually think she looked older than she had in the (laughs) rest of the episodes do you know what i mean like when she like had all that hair it looked like someone who was a teenager in the 80s was trying to look young. Totally. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, you look incredible. There's no denying it. You don't look young. She looks <laughs> fucking hot though. And also how annoying is it that like Carrie doesn't like freaking, it's like, dude, she just wants to like talk to these guys. Like, and then she's just, and then Carrie's like, um, can I talk to you one-on-one? And it's just like, can yeah. you just rest <laughs> Like a fucking um, bachelorette or whatever. Like, I yeah. know. Can I steal you for a minute? Yeah, oh, really. so that was annoying. For no, her. that was so annoying. And also, I'm like, you can see your friend. No, but I loved. I also loved this. The compl- and again, it's it's Charlotte's ego, but it's also Carrie's fucking ego dealing with yeah. this. Because like, mm. it's your friend's birthday. She's turning 36. You already know she has a complex with it. Let her live her fucking life and try and be, you know, try and get with these random dudes like whatever like just let her do it and it was great watching that scene with um alex because he immediately as soon as he saw charlotte he was like like like, uh, she did the gold which is also something my mom said it was like when you dress too young or dress too old like 
You yeah, need to be totally. you know, like it does it ages you or, yeah. It looked like she was wearing like more makeup. Like I don't know, there was something about it where I was like it made me laugh. Like I was like she looks like it's that thing where it's like she looked incredible. I was like and amazing and I love this for the episode, but also she looked like older. Yeah, um, in some way she kind of did as well. She's got a fucking banging body though. My god. I know. She's oh, hot. Why would you stress? I understand, but fuck me. Like you're beautiful. But uh, yeah, yeah, Carrie should have let her fucking get a drink with those dudes. But I also get Carrie's kind of reservations being like, I don't want to fucking get a drink with these guys. So yeah, like, oh, that's always me. I'm just like piss off. I say this about Carrie and then I'm just like anytime anyone talks to me in public, I'm like fuck you, go die. Um, yeah, totally. <laughs> um uh, have you guys been to so yeah i had a casino story um about uh, how luck turned so um the one time that was like actually like one of the best nights of my life <laughs> when we went to a casino when we went to a crown um so it was like the winter of like 2019 or something and like um it was when chernobyl was out that show and uh, um show. Me, yeah it was good but it was just like giving me intense anxiety and then i was like <laughs> um we were just like me and jonathan were just like fighting like every day and like i was like midst of it was like one episode of Chernobyl to go and that was like our date night plan was like go home in the wind and then like watch Chernobyl <laughs> and I was like already fighting like I hate you and then um, we were like passing crown he's like I guess we could just like blow everything off and go to crown and I was like yuck and then but then we went and played roulette and it was like so much fun it was just like everything just like all my worries just like washed away because <laughs> it that sounds like an so ad it, it doesn't look it's not gambling's not good but um I went <laughs> I just felt like it was just like so fun and then um because it was like just like I just like love how it's just like one huge like living room type vibe um and then we were playing roulette and we won like a hundred bucks and so, so we good. went to cash it in and this like really drunk woman came up to us and was like are you newlyweds and I was like <laughs> no but then Jonathan's like yeah yeah we just we just like just got engaged and stuff and then she was like oh my god she's like i love love and gave us like a hundred dollars each because she just won like three grand or something oh my god i know and so we we're like feeling so rich and i'm like i can't believe we just put in like 10 bucks and now we have like 250 bucks um and then we went and like just kept playing and then at the but then jonathan ruined it all because i was like all right let's go we've got like 200 bucks <laughs> and he's like oh that's my friend like blippo from like geelong secondary or like it was just like someone he hadn't seen in so long he's like oh i went to primary school with that guy and he's all like he's like here you go like have the two on let's just like play with that and then we like basically lost almost all of it it was like we had like 50 bucks left and i was like so annoying but then we found a patch of tobacco <laughs> so, <laughs> no, so that's... it was all just kind of fun but then the next time we went on my birthday and it was just like the saddest <laughs> thing i felt like lost 50 bucks instantly i'm like i hate this place um so that was my casino story it is it does seem fun i did write down i was like i want to go to fucking vegas yeah being oh, child so in that dress made me want to go to vegas but i don't I like a million city. people are in like, vegas right now that's so weird yeah i know I my friend's getting like married there yeah, yeah it's like a whole thing like my friend's getting married there on the 23rd be just fun. two oh, days away fun. yeah um so that's cool I also, but I, with that, I loved, I loved uh, the fact that Miranda, no, Carrie got that chip and Miranda was like, well, you got to play it. I loved Miranda. <laughs> Miranda had a Marge Simpson arc in this yeah. episode, which was just becoming addicted to gambling, like yes. looking for any source of dopamine because you're a fucking probably Mom. postpartum depression mother being like, <laughs> I need something. Please. Yeah. 
so funny. I loved Carrie being like, no, we should just have this thousand dollars. Which, yeah, she was right. Miranda being imagine how many like cocktails you could get in the states. Totally. Um, I just want to quickly talk about how annoying um Steve was yet again. Just like freaking out. And and the fact that like he was like, That's a big baby. He's like, I've never spent more than two hours with him. And I was like, Steve, like for someone who was like so like I want to be a dad, I was like, you mm. that's like shit. That's but shit. also we did see in the last episode where Miranda literally didn't want Steve around for like any of it, or the episode before, like where she'd just be like, okay, you can go. No, Steve, it's not your day today. Ah, uh, that's true. I know. Like she... But does he get him for like a day anyway? I don't. Think I was he, still. I don't I... think she's let him. But I also think that Steve <laughs> should have have been such a fucking loser in this no episode. i know and the I that he showed up i was like no <laughs> and when he's like i don't know and when they just like literally it's just like just do it because it's going to be helpful for her like the no, sorry, it'll be like, good for you you dickhead yeah yeah and also <laughs> like i really enjoyed miranda being like i try to not kill him from monday to friday and then you try to not kill him for the weekend like yeah. i literally <laughs> i wrote oh, that, that down great. that um we're both terrified that we're going to kill the baby like yeah. I, I literally i think that is from what i've heard from people i know who've had babies like that is it we're both afraid we're going to kill the baby like that i feel like that is what being a new mm. parent is all about being like oh i could just like I have to take care of this child. It's so easy to kill babies all the time. Like, I would definitely be scared of that. For oh, sure. my, my mom, like, I was like, oh, were you really tired from, like, milking? And she was like, no, I was just, like, always scared that I, like, rolled on top of you yeah. and you died or, like, that you were, like, that, that you just crib. died in the sleep. Yeah. yeah. I think Literally. I, yeah, I think I co-slept for the first couple weeks at least and then and then like was immediately in the crib and was like let her cry it out like no no middle ground here that's so funny um yeah i think it's 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 full on but i was also just i think it was just also that thing i was like i don't want fucking steve to ruin this and i was also like just like figure it out man like it's that incompetence as if you're as if his mum wouldn't be there to help him do you know what i mean I wouldn't let exactly. his mum be the child. Though. His mum's like crazy. crazy. But Steve would. Yeah, he would. I know. But the, it did make me emotional at the last the last bit of this episode when they're like doing the photo on the bus. I'm also like PMSing real hard, but it was just like, Love I was it. like literally just like crying because it's like so cute and it is really, it's cute when I think when it's like different groups, when you have like your different friends and stuff and then you finally like, you have all these expectations of like, you know, a trip away or like, I feel like everyone's just, it's just because we don't see each other like all the time anymore. It's like that first few like minutes or like first few half an hour or whatever can be a bit like, you know, trying to catch up and stuff. And then it's really nice having like life experiences when you're like, oh, we're actually just the same as before. It's not anything that's like different. It's just, um, mm. it's cute. Yeah, I took a Polaroid photo because um, Pat, Gab, and Caitlin came around for which oh, doing yeah. these, we're doing these like monthly dinners, which is really nice. So nice, That's so and also cute. I've this my my like it was my turn, or or, or it's gonna be Gab's turn soon. But um, yeah, mm. I just so last minute organized it, but it was so nice, and like we took a like a Polaroid photo um, and stuff like that. And just yeah, it's a nice kind of remembering to create memories with people, and I think photos totally. are. Especially like yeah, in oh no, uh, Polaroid photos or like those kind of um, throwaway cameras or whatever the fuck they are. Yeah. Um, I think they're gorgeous things to take. Uh, yeah, pictures on just because you're like, oh, I print this and then it's permanent. And yeah. Then no, yeah, like, and you you don't get a few goes. Yeah, exactly. Like you just take like the one. 
yeah so that's i think kinda it. we should probably do that for our next um oh my god we have like no photos together we have like one um <laughs> oh we do like, that's right for the comedy comedy that was so funny i that think was. someone came into it we're like go away yeah <laughs> <laughs> i had to do that to so i walk also because i was like drunk or like high anytime someone came into a photo that i only wanted a few people and i was like yeah, can you wait so i just <laughs> i think that there's so many people who are like Jordan's kind of a cunt. There's something about the hi-fi bar where every fucking person just thinks they need to be in every photo. It's like, just chill. We're like, not I, I would just, Yeah, it's just like, no, you don't need to just like see a camera come out and just like feel the need to like lunge yeah. onto the ground to be in a photo. It's so hard to like nail down gin as well. I'm like, can you just I know. let us get a good photo? Just let us look Please. good. Um, but we do but need to do a photo shoot. Again, yeah. I mean, yeah, an actual photo shoot One really for, fun. Yeah. But yeah, Samantha leaving Richard, I thought that was kind of mm. cathartic and nice. Her being it was. Like, I can't have. And also, it was nice the fact that she did it like before he's like cheated on her or anything, just mm. being like, I can't deal with this. And it was nice her coming to terms because, again, I really like seeing her vulnerability and her insecureness and her lack of trust towards Richard, all for good reason. But I also liked her taking control of that and being like, I can't do this. Like, I'm not totally. this person. Um, totally. But I was really annoyed that she gave him back the ring because that ring was beautiful. Yeah. Oh my god. I was googling um canary diamonds. <laughs> How I was like, I was like, that would be nice. Um, oh, I didn't even. There's like, you know, the range of like three thousand to like sixty-four. Jeez. <laughs> I was like, John. I was like, I just think I worked out what I want in my engagement ring, and it's like googled it. <laughs> it's like sixty-four k. <laughs> Love it's it. like oh great 64,000 yeah great <laughs> so it's beautiful though um yeah I don't know why Richard seems to have like unlimited money like I, this episode I was like oh Richard is so fucking wealthy yeah he's so rich does he like own all the hotels or something or he, like, I can't remember person for all the hotels I or... know I'm just like yeah that's why I wanted to like move to the hills today because I was like you could just like live off. It's just like constant. I think it's just because like everything's slower. Live the off the land. Yeah. <laughs> it's like build a tiny home. <laughs> we can still do our podcasting. Yeah, easy. I literally think about that all the time. I'm like, maybe I could move to like rural Australia. No, we still do everything I do now, but it would be <laughs> so hard. And I think I'd just disappear. I know we'd have to like yeah um maybe we can all move together in that kind of um retirement home that Jordan was talking yes. about and then that would yes this. imagine if I made a tiny home and made us like record there every week and you're like, <laughs> I don't want to drive to Listerfield <laughs> um what do we rate this episode I rate this episode 10 out of 10. I fucking love this episode so much. <laughs> as soon as I saw that it was going to be this episode, I was like, yes. And because I haven't seen it in a while either, yeah. it, just, it gave so much. I loved it. Yeah, It was really good. And I love the peer scene as well, even though Carrie looks like a clown. Um, I would give it like a yeah. 9 out of 10. Yeah, I think 9 out of 10 for me too. I love the pace at the start too. I mm -hmm. knew it was like... As soon as it began, I was like, this will be a good episode. I know. The girls are in, this is fun. And then like, I, yeah, I, 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 I can't tell you how much my heart dropped when Steve showed up and was like, I can't oh. do it. I was like, yeah, Miranda has to go on a trip to Steve. <laughs> <laughs> I truly like, yeah. So I was like, I'm geared up for a good time. 
Yeah, any, I wanted to watch the next one. Any yeah. episode that has a makeover scene, any anything that has a makeover scene, uh, regardless sick. if it's good or bad, it's my favorite thing in the entire world. Yeah, oh. it's so good. Or it's so kind of like. Do you think Daughter- if do you think if I made Jordan was yawning? Sorry, go yeah, on. Yeah, late. Um, <laughs> if I made my thirtieth birthday theme Sex in the City Atlantic City, would people get it? Yeah. Ah, uh, well, they'd... they'd have to look it up. So fuck yeah. them. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Like, they should and, get it. And they can just get it that it's they can either do Sex in the City or they can do Atlantic City. Those are two strong themes. <laughs> I, what yeah, else can I say? Yeah, I, maybe I'm that'd not be really about cute. That. You can just have it on your invitation or whatever, and then just be like, look it up. What yeah, look, I could do a hyperlink to the episode. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> like, watch it. <laughs> I haven't heard the word hyperlink in so long. I love it. It's like oh, I need to make more powerpoints. That's great. Yeah. <laughs> um, I I'm excited to see what happens next because I'm glad that Samantha's single again. Mm. I'm glad that Miranda um made some money and. <laughs> Charlotte is looking hot and ready to go. Yes. But I feel like she'll be back at square one um, next brunch. And I think that I feel the imminent return of Big. We've had our fun oh, our fun shit. times. Mm. We've had the first three episodes of season five. Where is he? He's, yeah. I, I can smell him. Interesting. <laughs> well, I guess time will tell. Time will tell. Time will tell. Well, Good luck. Thank, thanks so much for listening, everyone. Please share it, tell your friends, and uh, rate our episode. Rate yeah, our rate it. Rate us. Please do. Rate yes. us. Rate. We'd love that. Rate, rate us, us, please. Rate us. We'd love that. Thank, Thank you so much. Bye. Bye.